Welcome back, everyone, to After the Buzzer, Episode 2. I'm one of your co-hosts, Elvi Pula, along with Eli Savage, And today we're going to discuss a couple of things in particular. Um, first off, we're going to talk about the last dance. And then after that, we're going to discuss the best starting five ever that people can assemble, plus the sixth man. And the best starting five right now, plus the sixth man. So, Eli, what's up? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing great. How about you? Oh, man, I'm living. living. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> Episodes five and six were really good, weren't they? Yeah, they were actually pretty good. I thought they were good. Yeah, for sure. All right, so the first point I have about episode five was I think Michael Jordan was basically a big brother to Kobe. Like, yeah. It kind of just started off being with them at the All-Star game where, like, Michael Jordan literally said that little Laker boy – He's going to try yeah. to take everyone one-on-one, which I yeah. thought was really cool because, like, uh-huh. he didn't even start for the Lakers. Yeah. So, that just shows you, like, how dominant the Lakers were and how good he was. So, yeah. what do you think about what do you think about Jordan acting, acting as a big brother towards Kobe? Well, another point I have about that, too, is, like, after the game and during the game, he's, mm-hmm. like, asking him tips on the fadeaway yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jordan that was, was sweet. Just, Jordan was just telling Kobe, like, oh, yeah, just call me after the game or stuff like that whenever you yeah. need me. I could tell you whatever you want, mm-hmm. show you whatever you need, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. It did look yeah. like a big brother influence to Kobe. I think that, what like, when they asked Kobe about, like, Jordan and that relationship, he said he wouldn't have been there and got those five championships without Mike. Uh-huh. I think that just shows how good of a relationship they had with each other because uh-huh. each of them – both respected each other like a ton but yeah. then for Jordan to approach him back in that all-star game when Kobe was real young yeah. just show like I think Jordan that like um like this kid's gonna be good and he like shared his observations with his experience yeah. basically shown like this is how you're gonna get better and mm-hmm. Kobe just in, like embraced it which yeah. I thought was really cool yeah I agree with you on that what's another um observation you have of the last dance um obviously the shoe brands Jordan was going to pick. Oh, my God, yeah. That's just, like, crazy Definitely. to think that he could have been with Adidas. I know. But that's so weird. He started off with his um his manager trying to get him with Converse. That was the main thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously, yeah. he didn't want to go there. He wanted to start off his new thing, new brand, just him. Yeah. And he first mm-hmm. loved Adidas, but Adidas yeah. wasn't willing to give him what he wanted or yeah. the money he wanted. So, obviously, the – like manager's like, all right, let's go check out Nike. And Jordan wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. Nothing. The, the point that interested me was, like, they were talking about how a shoe deal at that point was, like, $100,000. Yeah. And, like, they were, Adidas is willing to give them that. But then when they go to hear Nike and Nike offers them $250,000, uh-huh. it was, like, holy God. Like, because basically he was an unproven rookie. Yeah. Besides just his success in college. So you don't know if it's going to translate to the NBA. And Nike just saw something in them, and they just offered the house for him, really. Especially so. at the time. They were only, like, a running brand at that point. Yeah, so yeah, I know. offering a basketball was, player that much as, like, one of their first basketball athletes was just yeah. amazing to me. Because he, like, after that, I mean, you got LeBron James. You got so many at Kyrie, KD. You just got athlete after athlete after athlete just yeah. now with Nike because of, I think, MJ was the start of that, really, uh-huh. since that first visit. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, another thing I have, which I thought was interesting about the dream team. And I think Isaiah Thomas definitely should have been on that. Team. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean, like the guys, he could have replaced, I think maybe Clyde Drexler or 
Like just someone like that because he yeah. definitely had he had a ton of talent. Obviously, he won two championships, so I think he should have been on there. But you got to think about it. You also have like the Christian Leitner on that team. Yeah, yeah. Like coming exactly. out of college, like I, it doesn't make sense. I know. I thought that was weird because like overall the dream team was phenomenal. Yeah, and I think, I mean, they didn't. They said that like. Jordan had no um, deal like with the Isaiah Thomas not making it and everything. Yeah. But Isaiah Thomas basically had problems with like the three main guys on that team. I mean, yeah. Magic Johnson, he, they, those two in the finals, they weren't close because, I mean, they just went back and forth. And then Larry Bird and the Celtics, I mean, they weren't close because they harassed the Celtics. And then yeah. obviously MJ, I mean, they had the Jordan rules. So, yeah. Basically, I thought like he had a would have been with everyone. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Team. Everyone. Just but, because of their dirty play with the Pistons, he just had to fight with everyone. Yeah, but overall, the Dream Team was phenomenal. But IT should have been on there. But yeah. I don't think he would have meshed well with everyone just since, like, all the past problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another observation you have? Um, one of the ob- observations I have is when um, he was saying, like, all everyone wants to be like me, but they would never be able oh, to yeah. be like me. Mm-hmm. Like... I didn't know he had depression problems like that. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy to see, like, he took a break from all the analysis that, like, people are trying to get and all that. It was just crazy to see. And then that week, he played, like, the best he's played in a while, which was really Mm -hmm. crazy to see. It just shows how great this documentary is because a lot of people didn't even know that. Well, what I think is, like, so everyone wants to be like Mike on the court, obviously. I mean, he's just – the greatest of all time, but mm-hmm. off the court, like you saw, like he has to go through the press every time. Yeah. And just getting to the hotel, there's people like mobs of people mobbing him, just like, yeah, where he doesn't even have like breathing space. So, yeah. like, just think every time you're going to the arena, every time you leave the arena, every time you get to your hotel, when you leave your hotel, yeah, like just people all the time. So, I think, <laughs> like, I mean, they were basically saying like the media pushed him out of the game, yeah, because they were just like not obsessed with him, but they just needed that intake from him since he was the best, uh-huh. which I think just drove him crazy because I wouldn't want all those people around me. Like every time I leave somewhere, I, that would just annoy, like annoy me so much. Yeah. Especially so think, when the camera came into his um, hotel room the one day. Yeah. Just yeah, for the said, documentary. He's like, wow, you're lucky. I'm letting you yeah. guys in here. I was relaxing. You know, I was oh, like, yeah. wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was, I think like media definitely drove him out of the game because uh-huh. He said, I, I think Scotty Pippen or Dennis Rodman said that, like, the media, you guys just want him to, like, basically give up because he obviously liked playing basketball, but the stuff off the court was killing him because, like, he just hated all that. Yeah. I wouldn't want, like, all that media around me, no. like, all the time. It's just it's annoying. Yeah, I'd be annoyed with it. Another thing I have is um, during the North Carolina, when they were running for, like, the Senate, uh, Michael yeah. Jordan, Muhammad Ali, how – People didn't understand that Michael Jordan, they wanted him to endorse the African-American running for the position. Yeah. But my, I'm with Michael Jordan on this side because, like, if I don't know the guy at all, like, I'm not just going to say, well, I'll go for you. Like, yeah. I'll vote for you like uh-huh. that because, like, people don't understand. Like, he's an athlete. He's, he's not a politician. Like, he doesn't really – like, I just don't think people understood that because Muhammad Ali contributed to all that stuff. And, yeah. Like, people were discrediting Jordan and, like, his – reputation and everything because he wouldn't support this african-american uh-huh. that that just makes no sense to me because i don't think he should be put in that situation to support a guy that he doesn't even know i mean 
I didn't think that was yeah. – I thought that was stupid of the people to accuse him of that stuff. Yeah, and especially, like, that wasn't the prime of racism. It was just, like, starting to go down, and then Jordan just brought it back up mm-hmm. again because they just yeah. expected yeah. him to go for the African-American in the, like, yeah. center race. But, I mean, he should have his opinion. He should vote for who he, oh, wants, yeah. who he wants to vote for. That's just fine. Right yeah, there. definitely. I have one more observation. I think this is. I think this is one of my favorite parts, actually. Yeah. When he said, "I have a competition problem, not a gambling problem." Yeah. I thought that was like crazy because, in the nineteen ninety three playoffs, when they were playing the Knicks, he was down two zero, and apparently, I think he went to Atlantic City and was like gambling until maybe like one a.m. or something. Yeah. People were like derailing his commitment to the Bulls in that season and whatever. Yeah. And then he came out and just went crazy. Um, I just thought that was so cool because. He didn't. Even, he said, "Like I don't have a gambling problem. It's just I have a competition problem." Yeah. So that just shows how competitive he is towards. And then I think they won four straight to get to the next round, which yeah. is I I thought that was so cool. And you know what's actually crazy to think about? Through the whole time that through the nineties, the New York Knicks never missed the playoffs, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that is crazy. They had a, crazy. they had a really good team though. Yeah. yeah, they just never were clutch. Really. Yeah crazy to think do you have any more observations no that's about it man i think i'm good on yeah that. me too all right now for your best starting five ever who would you have at point you want guard? me to start yeah you start um 100 magic johnson he was just crazy yeah, he was agreed. the magician of basketball right there yep Ding, uh-huh. greatest passing you'll ever see yeah that's yeah. all you could say about him he's one He's I won mean, five championships, I'm, MVP a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Just nuts. Like, if his name is Magic, that just <laughs> yeah. shows you. Like, I, he's a magician. With, he's literally a magician. What was his first name? What was his first actual name? Yeah, Irvin. Irvin that's right. Irvin. And then he's, like, great in the open court. Like, you've seen highlights of him in transition, like, faking one side, passing uh-huh. to the other. Um, like you mentioned, he's the best passer of all time. Like, just to – now, look at this. He averaged 11 assists yeah. per game. Like, throughout his whole career, he played, I think, 12 seasons. 11 assists per game. That's just yeah. crazy. And then he's five times champ, like you said. And then, which was interesting here, his game made people create the term triple-double. Really? Because, like, just – yeah. Even though people made, like, plays, like, um, stats like that already, he did it so um, – common that they made the term triple double based off his performances yeah, that is crazy i think and then the most astonishing um statement about magic is he made the finals nine out of 12 that seasons. is crazy like that's just yeah. crazy i mean that's that's unheard of like even jordan i don't think now did you ever see the pass that magic johnson had he like fell on the ground on a loose ball mm-hmm. threw it over his head and it was like a bounce pass to his yeah. center oh my god that's that, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, he was. That team was good at with yeah. Dream too. Just watching those highlights like, are they were, awesome to watch, especially his passing. Yeah. It makes he, it. He averaged nineteen point five points per game through his career, so I think overall Magic Johnson's the greatest yeah. point guard of all time uh-huh. for sure. And then shooting guard, I mean, I'll let you tell that MJ, one, baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. He's just too good. I mean. What, <laughs> What else could you say? He's the GOAT, six-time champ, six-time finals MVP, five-time MVP. I mean, he's unbelievable defensively. He could score at all three levels. I mean, there's nothing yeah. else you could say. I mean, if, you know, if you've been listening, like, you know, or been watching the documentary, you know, like, how good he is. Like, 
he averaged 30 points per game throughout yeah, his career. That's just crazy. I mean, he's, he's clutch, confident, and then he can he can talk, and he also backs yeah. up his talk. Like, I thought one of the coolest moments was when, like, Clyde Drexler said, like, I'm like uh-huh. Mike, basically. And Mike goes, no offense, but I don't I don't like that comparison yeah. of him to me. And Clyde Drexler's yeah. a good player, but he's nowhere near Michael Jordan's oh, yeah. level. So I thought, like, that was just so cool. And then Michael Jordan had, like, seven threes that game yeah. or something and just went off in uh-huh. Portland. I thought that was so cool. Uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, small forward, who LeBron, do you have? 100%. Yeah, another goat. Mm-hmm. Um, comparable to Michael Jordan. Well, not really. Just the best of all time. One of them mm-hmm. too. Um, three championships. Now people could argue with him being the best in the world because how many championships he lost. Mm-hmm. But you gotta yeah. compare Michael's championship teams to LeBron's. Like yeah. especially with that Cleveland team that he lost like three years with. Like that one uh, year against the Warriors when they had KD, like there was no chance of him winning. Yeah, like you gotta remember, you're going up against KD, Steph, and Clay, who are all future. And it was Hall basically fans. just him, and maybe J.R. Yeah. Smith, Kevin Love, maybe. No, Kevin yeah. Love was hurt, right? Kevin, uh, I know the one they won, he was healthy. Kyrie was healthy. I think um, the one, the ones they lost though, they were like just like I don't even know how they made yeah. it to the finals a couple of those years. But, yeah, he's a goat, but. I mean, LeBron's just clutch. He can jump out of the gym. He's a shot blocker. And then even like Magic, he's really good yeah. with the ball in his hands. I mean, he makes plays happen. Uh-huh. Um, he's a superstar. He's a leader. And he just has a will to win. Like, he never gives never. up. I mean, when you see that, like, when he was down that one picture, when they were down 3-1, and he's got his head, his earbuds in and the glasses on at the press yeah. conference, and they just lost. So now they're down yeah. 3-1. And that's one of the most iconic pictures because then they rattle off four or three yeah. straight wins and win the series. That was the finals. so crazy. So he's that. De- I think he's definitely the best small forward yeah. of all time. I mean, I mean, he's just done so much. And I love how when he went back to Cleveland, he said, "I'm coming back here to win a championship." And then that year, yeah, that they was, go yeah, and defeat that the, the Warriors thing. and win that. Like that was the best. I remember watch like watching that game and like he was just like I feel like he doesn't run out of energy because like every game. That year, he played, like, 46 minutes yeah. a game. Like, every game. Because without when he was out, the Warriors would go on a run just for those two minutes or however long yeah. it was, which was just crazy to think about, like, how impactful he was to that team. No, yeah, I truly agree with you on that one. And then these next two positions, I think, are debatable. Yeah. Power forward. Who do, who do you like as the best power forward Man, of all time? A lot of people could argue with this, but I – I think Tim Duncan, he's the best power forward of all time. Yeah, in my opinion. Me, me too. Me too. Um, five-time champ. Oh. Just, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. His little block um, bank shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I think, like, people don't realize, like, he stopped. He beat the Heat in that series with LeBron and Wade yeah. and Bosh. Then he, he also stopped, I think, the Pistons from repeating in 05 or 0, something uh-huh. around there. And then they also stopped the Lakers. So, like, he stopped a lot of, like, big-name teams with big-name yeah. players, not just, like, a couple of, like, one-time champs. Like, obviously, he's a winner. He's a five-time champ. Uh-huh. But I think he's a team-first player, and he averaged 20 points per game and 11 rebounds per game, and he was 10-time All-NBA first team. So Especially against I the Heat. Think he was, like, he was a veteran at yeah. that point. I think he retired, like, three years after that or something like that. Yeah, he, yeah pretty soon Especially that, at, right? like – his retirement point, he's stopping the best team in the league at the time. Oh, yeah. Which is just crazy, I think. 
Yeah, at his age, like LeBron's in the prime of his career. Wade's probably maybe yeah, I'd still probably say the prime yeah. of his career. And Bosch Bosch was there too. So like those three guys against Timmy and I mean Tony Parker, I thought was very underrated. Ginobili. And Manu. I mean Yeah, yeah even Kawhi. Kawhi won fi- Kawhi won finals yeah, MVP he was young man that year. So like Danny Green. I they, yeah, they had a yeah. great team. I think they had uh Patty Mills too. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they did. They had a lot of good role players. Yeah. But he definitely got his own. I mean, he was just a smart player. He understood the game. Um, I, I think he's the best power forward yeah. of all time. And then center. I mean, mine's very debatable. Yeah. It's a questionable decision on my part. But who do you like as the best center? Of See, all time? like I could go through three people. Like people could say Bill Russell, yeah, same. Will Chamberlain, yeah, Shaq. Like there's a million people yeah. that they could say. Yeah, there, there's yeah, definitely. Obviously, in numbers, I mean, I'd say Will. Mm-hmm. But with yeah, the time he played, there was like no one that could stop him. It was just yeah. him and Bill I mean, Russell. They, <laughs> They're just bad. They created the three second. They they created the three second rule because of yeah. Will Chamberlain. So like, but for me, I mean, a lot of people can argue this because Will was just crazy. But I have yeah. Shot. He um, obviously played different competition I mean, than Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. Like, so I just think at that time when he was with the Lakers, I mean, it was becoming a a guards game basically because Vince Carter, AI, Tracy McGrady, Kobe, like it was just becoming like a combo guard like around yeah. that era. And Shaq basically like not changed the culture again, but like he made the other he made the opposition like change the way they played because just of how big of a force he was inside. Yeah. I mean he just had pure strength and power. I mean he dunked everything. He wasn't a great shooter <laughs> obviously but he was just so big he got rebounds and just like caught alley-oops and everything so I don't it's debatable yeah. definitely to see like if he's the best center of all time but he's a four-time champ and he's a three-time finals MVP which is you gotta note on uh-huh. that too so definitely definitely debatable that one I think that's the most debatable one definitely besides six center, man but six man you can pick anyone you want so yeah six man I mean I yeah have Kobe. yeah I think, I think he's I mean first off the rest of yeah. Kobe um, he's completely unstoppable when he gets near the basket. I mean, you've seen plays where he goes to the other side of the basket. He does a turnaround yeah. jumper. I mean, five-time champ. He's clutch. He averaged 25 a game. Um, great dunker. And then, honestly, he doesn't get credit for this as much as he, you think, but he made the all-defensive team 12 that's times. Crazy. Like, that's nuts. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about because no one really, like, thought of him as a great defender besides like I mean maybe his teammates but that was it because you never saw people like talk about his defense it was only his yeah. offense which was great but no one gave him the credit that he should have got on in defense. my opinion he is the most comparable player to Michael Jordan that you can ever get yeah I I think so too because I think like Michael Jordan and his game um shaped Kobe's yeah. game and then I think Kobe's game right now is kind of shaping Tatum's yeah. game in on the Celtics, so weird because I've seen highlights where they do that turnaround jumper where they fade away, and it's like completely Uh similar. So it's just weird to think about that, but like I think it's just it's passed down to each generation. Like Michael Jordan was the champ, he passed down to Kobe, who's a champ, and then he's passing it down to Tatum. I mean, so I think six man would be Kobe, but if it wasn't Michael Jordan, he's the next guy up at shooting guard for sure. I agree with you there. 
for sure. And to know, I don't think these guys are the five best players, like, in, like, of all time. I think they're just the best player at yeah, their position. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, Tim Duncan, he's a great player, very uh-huh. great player, but he's not definitely top five, like, players yeah. ever. You know, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So, that's just interesting to yeah, know. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, and then the starting five right now. Who do you have as the best point guard in the NBA? Currently? I mean, it's yeah, obvious, obviously Stephen Curry, but I'm super yeah. biased towards Trey Young. I love that dude. Yeah, I feel, I feel what you but, mean. But, yeah, Steph Curry is just crazy, especially with the finals when they had. He's just really good. Oh, yeah. I could say Trey Young in probably two or three years because you could tell how yeah. he's going to be. But right now, I think it's still Curry because I still think, even though he got hurt, I still think he's in the prime yeah. of his career, maybe a year or two more. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But three times champ. I mean, that team when they had KD and was just uh-huh. unstoppable. I mean, twenty three and a half points per game for his career. He was a wizard with the basketball. I think he's the best three point shooter of all time. Yeah, probably he could be debated for that. Um, I think like, and he's honestly on defense. He's a little undersized and everything, but he has a nose for stealing the ball too. So yeah. like, he doesn't get that credit because I think people just think about him as an offensive player. But he definitely like reads the defense really well too, and can like he reads when he's on defense. You could tell he reads like the offense because he's a uh-huh. smart player, so he can maybe jump in the passing lane, still get a deflection, get up the court with it. So I think him, he's a great point guard right now. I think he's the best in the NBA, but that's debatable too because there's a lot of guys like I mean Chris Paul's a stretch, but definitely Trey Young, Luka Doncic. Yeah, I agree I mean, with you on that. There's a couple guys that could that could definitely be yeah. the best point guard. One hundred percent. Um, shooting guard. Who do you think is the best There's shooting no guard? There's no debate on this one. James Harden. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, I don't yeah, think definitely. anyone could debate with this. He's just like unstoppable on no. the offensive end. I mean, yeah. obviously his defense could I mean, get better, but in in my opinion, I think it got better than the past couple of years. This year, he's yeah. definitely done better on defense. I mean, every night he could go out and go for forty because, like, I think there was a stretch last year or this year where he dropped. 30 points in, like, almost 40 yeah, straight games, that, that's which insane. is just crazy to think about. But, like, his shot's perfect. Like, he could dominate from mm-hmm. behind the arc. And also, when he drives to the basket, he's a good finisher. So, he either does a step back, like, behind the three-point line, or he does that so-called Euro step, even though I think there's like, an extra <laughs> step in there here and there. I mean, they don't, the refs don't see yeah. it, I guess. But he, he's really good. He's, a, he's an MVP, obviously, but he's averaging 25 points per yeah. game for his career even with the years where he only averaged like 10 points per game with OKC. So that just shows how much he's averaging in these past yeah, couple of years with 100%. Houston. The best small forward. I have Kevin Durant. Who do you so think is the best small forward? Are we including forward? LeBron in this or no? So I, I excluded LeBron because I have one of my best starting okay. time ever. But I think that's yeah, why I think Kevin Durant. I'd say Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant I think he's too, the best. in a couple of years. I'm saying it's going to be Jason Tatum. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah, probably. Because KD, I we just have to see what he does after his injury. If he could stay healthy yeah, with his Achilles, it's, like that's such a tough injury. I I know Isaiah Thomas had at the end of his career. I mean, there's a ton of guys that just got like that kills their yeah. season though, and it's so tough to like get back from that injury because it's so yeah, that's a rough one to your body. It's real tough, and then. 
So obviously he's a pure scorer, two-time champ with the Warriors, two-time Finals MVP. Um, I think he carries like he can carry your team on a stretch. Yeah. Throughout a game for like I he just puts uh-huh. the team on his back basically and has them follow his lead and he could just hit from any spot on the floor. He doesn't really miss free throws yeah. that often. But he's averaged 29 points per game and eight rebounds. So no one gives him as much credit for rebounds too because he's not as physical in size he's it big, looks like, though. but he definitely he's has lengthy. a lot of boards. He's yeah, he's lengthy. long. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then best power forward, I think, I mean, I have Giannis and then Takumpo because I think he's considered yeah, power forward for me. So yeah, who do you I'd think is the best power Giannis forward? Yeah, that. He's just so explosive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's yeah. lengthy like KD. Yeah. He's explosive and athletic. Like he's mm. impossible to stop when he gets close to the basket. No one's stepping in his way. He really is like the true yeah. definition of a point forward because I think you could also. I mean, Magic wasn't a forward at all, but just because of his size, you could also yeah. call him a point forward just because of how big he is. So he's definitely one of those. He's a do it all player. I mean, he's literally a freak of nature because yeah. he can just do everything. He can jump out of the gym, shot block, grab tough rebounds. I mean, he's the hype of a center, but as point a point guard's game, he stuffs the shot stat sheet with literally every stat, like assists, steals, blocks, rebounds, points. Yeah. I mean, he's dominant on both ends of the floor. I mean, yeah, he just does everything, really. Right. He can't be stopped. I don't even can't think there's stopped. another debate for power forward. I think it's, it's just him. <laughs> No, I mean, I. It's tough because I, I oh, consider Anthony yeah, Davis dude, a power forward. So that's but Giannis yeah. is just on another level. I mean, Anthony yeah. Davis is really really good, but I think like Giannis is uh-huh. by far the best power yeah, forward. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And then best, who do you, who do you think is the best center in the Again, NBA? I hate to say it, <laughs> but I think it's Embiid. <laughs> He's just yeah. massive. Yeah. He's a big guy. But obviously, people could um, debate with that. Well, I think people say Jokic in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, people can definitely say Jokic, or some people yeah. may consider Anthony Davis a center in some aspects. But I mean, overall, I think Embiid yeah. is the best prototypical center. Um, he has a dominating skill set, and you could just see he has great energy. Like when he sits on the floor, he's gonna tell you like. Like, he, he just – you could tell, yeah. like, he brings the energy to the team. He's very athletic for a seven-foot man. Um, I think he's got great footwork at both ends. Um, and he's a shot blocker, uh-huh. gets some tough rebounds. He always hustles. And then his only problem is, he, like, his shooting stroke's not bad, but he gets a little yeah. too confident from the outside sometimes. But he's averaged 24 points per game and 11.5 rebounds per game. So – He's definitely proven himself in the league. But yeah, he's just got to he get more consistent and stay healthy. He is injury If he prone. stays healthy, he's very injury prone. Like, if he just stays healthy, yeah. the Sixers team can get a lot better. But, like, when he's off the court, like, it's weird because I think the Sixers have to stagger Ben Simmons and Joel yeah. Embiid's minutes until the fourth quarter. And then they play uh-huh. together. They start and then end together. Because when Embiid was out, like, Ben Simmons took yeah. over the team. and They didn't really lose that often. Like, Simmons is almost averaging a triple-double. But then when Embiid came back, his numbers went down. So it's a tough decision for the team. But overall, I think Embiid's the best center in the league because of his yeah. game. Yeah. So. And then who do you think's the best six man? Um, 
Just you because they say... include this guy in small forward, I'd say Kawhi. Because he is just yeah, he's I so agree. good. They last year with this with Toronto hitting it's... that buzzer against the Sixers, man. That was a satisfying shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like that was like a dagger to my heart, really. I mean, I remember I remember holding my phone and just throwing it off the couch. I was so mad. So mad. Like I remember watching that game thinking like we lost because of like a fadeaway jumper and Juan D was like contesting it. Like I don't even I don't know how even know how how he didn't because, block and he jumped it. up, had his like it was just crazy because I was so mad when that happened. And now maybe I'm biased a little bit, but the Sixers beat the Raptors then. They could have beaten, I think, the Bucks. And then with KD hurt, they yeah, could have won the championship. So. I think they could have. I really do. Because at that point, Jimmy Butler was controlling like the Sixers. I mean, he was just a, like a force, really. I mean, he basically held them together in game seven. Um, and I think against Milwaukee, yeah. they, they was a great matchup for the Sixers. It's a great matchup with that team. But Kawhi Leonard, for sure, because sixth man, he's, the I think, a complete player, one of the most complete players in the world. And obviously, you've seen the size of his yeah. hands. He's got massive hands. Um, one of the best defenders. He scores at, every, at three levels. And yeah. his form is picture perfect. I mean – He's just clutch. He's a two-time champ, two-time Finals MVP. But definitely, I mean, you could even debate like KD and Kawhi. He could Kawhi may yeah. be able to sl- slide in front of Kevin uh-huh. Durant in some aspects, but def- you can definitely be considered for that. Like yeah. it's really close between those two, I'd say. But I just have KD because of like his just pure dominance. We're just have to see how he does after injury, man. That's really going to show how his rehab yeah, went and everything. Definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to show. I mean, you just got to – it's going to show on – like, once he gets his, like, stamina back and everything, I think he'll sort of be back to normal. Yeah. I just don't think he'll have the same speed. Mm-hmm. Like, the first step and stuff. I mean, he does that, like, weird, like, um, crossover where he, like, takes yeah. a step and, like, it's a real quick one. I think that won't be as fast. But overall, I think he'll sort of get back to his no, I old believe in it. a little bit. So, that concluded – after the buzzer episode two, we talked about the last dance and the observations of those episodes of five and six. We talked about the best starting five that can ever be assembled and a sixth man. And then we did the same for a starting five right now in the NBA and a sixth man. So overall, I thought, yeah, we man, I agree with you. What do you think you are? Good time. Good time. Was well, a good time. So, um, episode two, give it a, hope you guys liked it. Give it a listen. Um, I'm saying yeah, peace I'll out. See you guys, man. Stay tuned for the second episode. All right. Third. See you yeah, later. third, third, third. <laughs> All right. Third you. episode. Yeah. See you.